This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We're talking college hoops because we do have some good matchups tonight. Let's start with number three, uh, Purdue on the road at Maryland. Purdue short favorites here, minus one and a half, total 132 and a half. Jenks, this line has already shrunk from two to one and a half. So we're seeing some money come in on Maryland. Which side are you taking? I mean, aren't you just supposed – isn't the casual better going to crush Purdue here when Maryland is the right side? It sure looks that way. The last – I'm not going to bet on this game, and here's why. The last time I bet on Maryland, and I remember this very vividly, it was in December when they were hosting UCLA, and I thought, oh, the Terps are so tough to beat at Xfinity Center. And the Bruins won that game like 245 to 6. Like, it was just an incredible <laughs> Like, that game was over at the half, seriously. But here's the thing. Since that loss, though – Maryland is 8-0 at home, undefeated, and you only want to bet the Terps when they're streaking. They're going streaking. That's all they do, right? They started 8-0 overall. They won this awful losing streak, lost like, I don't know, 7 of 11. Now they're suddenly 5-1 and in their last six. I think they get it done tonight. There's a reason why money is coming in on the Terps. Purdue is not good against the number on the road. We've seen that all season long. Terps the right side here. Well, Purdue's just not good against the number – any way you slice it. Like, they're just not a good covering team. But we're also talking about a really short short point spread here, and that's what kind of makes me nervous. Although, in college hoops, if you ever see a line that doesn't make a ton of sense, usually Mm -hmm. you go with the side that doesn't really look logical. Because in that case, wouldn't it be Maryland? Like, the fact that they're only getting a point and a half against a team that's ranked third in the nation? Yeah, I that's... That's a really good point. It, this this is a line, and there's a lot of lines. We see this every day, whether it's college hoops, NBA, where oh, this spread doesn't make a lot of sense. This spread really doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, no, no sense whatsoever. Just on paper, you would think Purdue would be laying, what, three or four points at least. So when I saw this, that red light, that red flag started waving in front of my face, and I thought, you've got to go with the Terps here. Right, especially since it's already even went down because it opened at two Mm -hmm. and now it's down to one and a half. So even fishier, and we're still seeing money come in on the Maryland side. Let's go to a bigger spread and the number two team in the land. That is Houston on the road at SMU. Houston laying 15 and a half, the total 138 and a half. Jenks, I feel nervous to lay this number, but if there's ever a mismatch, this Houston SMU one looks like a mismatch. I'm going to play it. I know it's a huge number, and you glance at this, you say, no way I'm laying 15 and a half. But let me let me make a case for not just how good Houston is. Everyone knows that. Let me make a case for how bad SMU is. They are 9-17 and 17 overall. They're not going to have any sort of home court advantage. This is not a big game for SMU. They're at the bottom of the conference. They don't have a single player on their roster who shoots better than 32% from three-point land. They're a bad shooting team, and... They have to go up against that Houston defense. We know how good the Cougars are defensively. They are much better at covering the number on the road. They're always overvalued at home. Also, they played SMU earlier this season, won by 24. I think H-Town absolutely rolls in this one. I'm going to lay it. Right. For an SMU team that struggles on the offensive side against good teams, if you look Mm -hmm. at SMU, uh, they only scored 52 points against Tulsa. How do you think they're going to fare against one of the best defenses 
in the country. So I think that is the basis. It is the defense that is stifling that uh, can really make other teams look absolutely terrible. So if there was a team total on SMU, I think you take the under. That's not available just yet. So I think you either take an under and try to cross your fingers and hope Houston doesn't shoot the lights out in this one because that's the sector, or you just take Houston. I think the 15 and a half is probably the best play for me. Uh, that or a first half bet, uh, which is not available just yet. Usually it is the full game spread cut in half. I think Houston races out to an early lead and does not look back. Uh, so I think the defense is too much for SMU. I think they're really going to struggle here. So I'm with you on the Cougs laying 15 and a half. Let's go to number 25, FAU, Florida Atlantic on the road at Middle Tennessee State. FAU laying four and a half here, total 144 and a hook. Which way are you leaning? I think it's Florida Atlantic. This 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 number feels like it should be bigger than it is. I don't know a ton about the Owls. I'll be the first to tell you. What I do know is they're very good at quietly covering the number, 16, 7, and 1 against the spread. And when they're at a favorite of four and a half points or more, 13 and 5 against the number this year. Now, Middle Tennessee State plays some defense. Decent defense, but when you look at the metrics at Ken Palm, like there's just a huge discrepancy between these two teams. So I would go Florida Atlantic. Oh, yeah. I really like FAU here. And mm-hmm. last night I was looking at these lines and it was four somewhere and five and a half at another book. So just by principle alone, I feel like you get some value because I do think this number continues to grow uh, already four and a half at the place that I got it. So I think FAU is certainly the right side. I think they're the much better team here. And if you Mm -hmm. look at uh, FAU on the road this season, a really solid squad, 9-2 and when playing away from home. And it's not like they're terrible at home either. 15-0 and at home, but still a team that travels well. And then looking at uh, MTSU, they've been good at home. I just think that the spread is uh, still palatable for me because anytime it's under 5 and you're getting a much better team, Uh, even if they're on the road. But like I said, FAU has traveled well. So I'm going to go with FAU here is one of my favorite plays on the board, like uh, FAU covering the four, four and a half uh, as well. Let's go out west to number eight, Arizona, hosting Utah. Arizona, length 10 and a half, total 146 and a hook. I I think this is shortened to 10 in some spots. So maybe we're seeing some money come in on Utah, but it's hard to fade the Wildcats and that offense that Mm. they have brewing out west uh is there an angle or in a matchup that you have circled as something that people need to watch yes sort of i i don't like laying all these big numbers but sometimes the number is the number and you just like a bunch of favorites and i i like arizona here maybe the money is coming in on utah but a couple reasons why i like the cats number one nice bounce back spot for arizona they had that loss to stanford so they'll be focused for this game they also lost to the utes earlier this season so they will not look past the Utes in this spot. Also, when you look at that loss to Stanford that the Wildcats had, Stanford shot 61% in that game. Just shot lights out. Most teams, if they shoot 61%, they're going to win this game. If you look at the Utah lineup, they're very balanced, but their best three-point shooter, Gabe Madsen, will not play in this game. And I think that hurts them because Madsen is so very good from deep and Zona will tighten up their defense, be able to sort of stifle Utah a little bit. I I like Arizona here, minus 10 and a half. I'll lay it. 
I think if there's ever a case to be made for laying a big number, it's with a team that can run up the score. Arizona, mm -hmm. offensively, extremely talented. If you look at their home road splits at home, they're averaging 86 points per game. 86 points. That's a ton of points for a college team to put up. And then on the road, Utah has not been great offensively, averaging just 59 points per game. So that's a wide enough gap for me to want to take Arizona in this one. Like I said, I don't love laying big numbers, but if you ever do it, make sure it's a team that can run up the score. Arizona is certainly that team. Uh, let's go to number 14 or number four, excuse me, UCLA, laying 13 and a half. Uh, at home against Stanford, uh, total 130 and a half. We were just talking about laying big numbers. Are you comfortable with laying the 13 and a half with UCLA? Yes, I am. I like this better than I like laying the number with Arizona. And again, good sell high spot on Stanford after they pull that upset win over the weekend. The Bruins have the eighth best scoring defense in the entire country. So the Cardinal is not going to shoot lights out against UCLA like they did against Arizona. And as we know, UCLA, Chelsea, is a wagon at home. A perfect 14-0 this season at Pauley Pavilion. I think they pull away and cover. Lay it with UCLA. Yeah, I like that as well. And also, you're getting the added benefit that UCLA is also a very solid defensive team. One of those mm -hmm. teams that's like in the, the crosshairs of the metric that people love to choose for NCAA champions, which is like top 50 in defense and offense, a very balanced team, a ton of veterans on that squad. So uh, I think that the numbers would probably point in that direction, but it does make me nervous to lay 13 and a half. So I think I'm going to stay away from that one. Uh, let's talk about another big spread, but on this one, I actually think I'm going to be laying it. St. Mary's on the road at San Diego. Uh, St. Mary's laying 13 and a half, total 138 and a half. Jenks. I like St. Mary's here. Are you going to talk me off of it? No, I'm not. I think it's, I, again, lay the big number. St. Mary's won by 27 earlier this season when these two teams met. Also, when you talk about the Gales, you're talking about an elite defensive squad, and they're taking on a San Diego team that is 9-16 against the spread this season. Gales, 15-9-2 against the number. I think there's some value on St. Mary's because – they're not a known commodity to the casual better that likes to bet on these big-name schools. I'm with you, Chelsea. I'm looking at the the betting splits right now. 97% of the money is on St. Mary's. So, so maybe not the casual <laughs> betters. Uh, but whoever is betting on these college games overnight certainly likes St. Mary's. This is a really good squad out West. And I think the only team people kind of think of is Gonzaga out in this conference. But St. Mary's 22-5. and five, And also San Diego is a team that's not very good. Uh, just gave up 99 points to Pacific. That's not a recipe for success if you're facing right. the St. Mary's squad. So I will be on St. Mary's. I'm going to play this one at 13 and a half. And then finally, talking about Gonzaga, number 13, Gonzaga on the road at Loyola Marymount. Zags laying eight and a half, total 154 and a half. Jenks, is there a play you like? I'm finally taking a dog. You're not going to believe it. Loyola, 9-1 against the spread in their last 10 games at home, while the Zags are 1-7 against the spread in their last eight games on the road. If I'm playing this, I am taking the home dogs and the Lions. Yeah, Gonzaga is one of those teams that uh, they're a blue-chip program, and they're certainly good, mm -hmm. but sometimes I think they're a touch over valued. Not a great team to bet on this year, at least against the spread. They haven't been a profitable squad. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.